0: Israel, I don't O Israel, the Lord is our God, the Lord is one. Blessed be the name of the glory of His kingdom for ever and ever. Amen. Good morning, Mishpacha. Welcome to the Daily Audio Torah. I'm Laura Densmore, your host, and I'm so glad you're joining in with me today. The Word of God is what protects us against deception and delusion. In the world we now live in, finding truth is something you have to seek after with all of your heart because there are so many lies being pushed and promoted through the mainstream media. We must love truth and seek after truth. Truth is a person, and that person is Yeshua. We are warned about a strong, deluding spirit that will be present in the end days as it is written in 2 Thessalonians 2, 9-12. The coming of the lawless one is according to the working of Satan, with all power, signs, and lying wonders, and with all unrighteous deception among those who perish, because they did not receive the love of the truth, that they might be saved. And for this reason God will send them strong delusion that they should believe the lie, that they all may be condemned who did not believe the truth, but had pleasure in unrighteousness. Beloved, I believe we are rapidly approaching the end days, so guard your mind and your heart by staying in the Word and staying close to Yeshua. I have one other announcement I'd like to share with you this morning. I strongly encourage you to join a brand new social network. We're firing Facebook. And the new social network is hebrewrootssocialnetwork.com That's HeberootsSocialNetwork.com H-E-B Roots Social Network dot com Hundreds of people are joining. Rapidly this is growing and there is a daily audio Torah group that you can join when you join the network. Please join us and let's stay connected to each other in prayer, in the word, and in the spirit. That's H-E-B Social Network dot com now let's continue our journey through the entire Bible in one year. This week we are reading from the New Living Translation for the Hebrew Scriptures and for the Brit Hadashah. Today we continue the Torah portion, Yitra, and it means Jethro. Exodus 19, 20 to twenty seventeen. The Lord came down on the top of Mount Sinai and called Moses to the top of the mountain. So Moses climbed the mountain. Then the Lord told Moses, Go back down and warn the people not to break through the boundaries to see the Lord, or they will die. Even the priests who regularly come near to the Lord must purify themselves so that the Lord does not break out and destroy them. But Lord, Moses protested, The people cannot come up to Mount Sinai. You already warned us. You told me, Mark off a boundary all around the mountain to set it apart as holy. But the Lord said, Go down and bring Aaron back up with you. In the meantime, do not let the priests or the people break through to approach the Lord, or he will break out and destroy them. So Moses went down to the people and told them what the Lord had said. Then God gave the people all these instructions. I am the Lord your God, who rescued you from the land of Egypt, the place of your slavery. You must not have any other gods but me. You must not make for yourself an idol of any kind or an image of anything in the heavens or on the earth or in the sea. You must not bow down to them or worship them, for I am... The Lord your God am a jealous God who will not tolerate your affection for any other gods. I lay the sins of the parents upon their children, and the entire family is affected, even children, in the third and fourth generations of those who reject me. But I lavish unfailing love for a thousand generations on those who love me and obey my commands. You must not misuse the name of the Lord your God. The Lord will not let you go unpunished if you misuse His name. Remember to observe the Sabbath day by keeping it holy. You have six days each week for your ordinary work. But the seventh day is a Sabbath day of rest dedicated to the Lord your God. On that day, no one in your household may do any work. This includes you, your sons and daughters, your male and female servants, your livestock, and any foreigners living among you. For in six days the Lord made the heavens, the earth, the sea, and everything in them, but on the seventh day he rested. That is why the Lord blessed the Sabbath day and set it apart as holy. Honor your father and mother. Then you will live a long, full life in the land the Lord your God is giving you. You must not murder. You must not commit adultery. You must not steal. You must not testify falsely against your neighbor. You must not covet your neighbor's house. You must not covet your neighbor's wife, male or female servant, ox or donkey, or anything else that belongs to your neighbor Matthew 13:47 to 14:12 Again the kingdom of heaven is like a fishing net that was thrown into the water and caught fish of every kind When the net was full, they dragged it up onto the shore, sat down, and sorted the good fish into crates, but threw the bad ones away. That is the way it will be at the end of the world. The angels will come and separate the wicked people from the righteous, throwing the wicked into the fiery furnace, where there will be weeping and gnashing of teeth. Do you understand all these things? Yes, they said. We do. Then he added, Every teacher of religious law who becomes a disciple in the kingdom of heaven is like a homeowner who brings from his storeroom new gems of truth, as well as old. When Yeshua had finished telling these stories and illustrations, he left that part of the country. He returned to Nazareth, his hometown. When he taught there in the synagogue, everyone was amazed and said, Where does he get this wisdom and power to do miracles? Then they scoffed, He's just the carpenter's son, and we know Mary, his mother, and his brothers, James, Joseph, Simon, and Judas. All his sisters live right here among us. Where did he learn all these things? And they were deeply offended and refused to believe in him. Then Yeshua told them, A prophet is honored everywhere except in his own hometown and among his own family. And so he did only a few miracles there because of their unbelief. When Herod Antipas, the ruler of Galilee, heard about Yeshua, he said to his advisors, This must be John the Baptist raised from the dead. That is why he can do such miracles for Herod had arrested and imprisoned John as a favor to his wife Herodias, the former wife of Herod's brother Philip. John had been telling Herod, It is against God's law for you to marry her. Herod wanted to kill John, but he was afraid of a riot, because all the people believed John was a prophet. But, at a birthday party for Herod, Herodias' daughter performed a dance that greatly pleased him so he promised with a vow to give her anything she wanted. At her mother's urging, the girl said, I want the head of John the Baptist on a tray. Then the king regretted what he had said, but because of the vow he had made in front of his guests, he issued the necessary orders. So John was beheaded in the prison, and his head was brought on a tray and given to the girl, who took it to her mother. Later John's disciples came for his body and buried it. Then they went and told Yeshua what had happened. Psalm eighteen sixteen to thirty six. He reached down from heaven and rescued me. He drew me out of deep waters. He rescued me from my powerful enemies, from those who hated me and were too strong for me. They attacked me at a moment when I was in distress, but the Lord supported me. He led me to a place of safety. He rescued me because He delights in me. The Lord rewarded me for doing right. He restored me because of my innocence, for I have kept the ways of the Lord. I have not turned from my God to follow evil. I have followed all his regulations. I have never abandoned his decrees. I am blameless before God. I have kept myself from sin. The Lord rewarded me for doing right. He has seen my innocence. To the faithful, you show yourself faithful. To those with integrity, you show integrity. To the pure, you show yourself pure, but to the crooked, you show yourself shrewd. You rescue the humble, but you humiliate the proud. You light a lamp for me. The Lord my God lights up my darkness. In your strength, I can crush an army. With my God, I can scale any wall. God's way is perfect. All the Lord's promises prove true. He is a shield for all who look to Him for protection. For who is God except the Lord? Who but our God is a solid rock? God arms me with strength, and He makes my way perfect. He makes me as sure-footed as a deer, enabling me to stand on mountain heights. He trains my hands for battle. He strengthens my arm to draw a bronze bow. You have given me your shield of victory. Your right hand supports me. Your help has made me great. You have made a wide path for my feet to keep them from slipping. Proverbs 4, 7-10 Getting wisdom is the wisest thing you can do, and whatever else you do, develop good judgment. If you prize wisdom, she will make you great. Embrace her, and she will honor you. She will place a lovely wreath on your head. She will present you with a beautiful crown. My child, listen to me, and do as I say, and you will have a long, good life. I want to speak to you today from our Torah portion, and then we're going to jump into Matthew chapter 13. And in Exodus 20, today we read of the Ten Commandments that God gave at Mount Sinai to Moses to give to the people. These Ten Commandments are the bedrock of civilization. And God is giving the people these instructions because they have been slaves in Egypt for more than 400 years. And he wants to show them, as he makes this covenant with them, a marriage covenant. This is how I want you to live. This is what it's like to be in my kingdom. This is how you need to behave to become my betrothed, my special treasure, my chosen ones. My wife. And so, as we consider these Ten Commandments today, we see um, the very first one is you must not make for yourself an idol of any kind or any image of anything in the heavens or on the earth or in the sea. You must not bow down to them or worship them, for I, the Lord your God, am a jealous God who will not tolerate your affection for any other gods. Now I want to hit the pause button and comment further on that. Recently, there was a news headline that reads as follows from CBN News. UN sculpture looks a lot like the end times beast referred to in Daniel 7 and Revelation 13. So I'm looking at the picture now, and it looks like a giant lion with its mouth open and teeth bared, and it has two wings of an eagle. And this statue is now right in front of the UN building in New York City. And they are proclaiming that it is the guardian for international peace and security. It sits on the visitor's plaza outside the UN headquarters, the guardian is a fusion of jaguar and eagle and donated by the government of Oaxaca, Mexico. So, Daniel chapter 7, verses 2 through 4, describes this beast with the body of a lion and wings of an eagle. Daniel 7, 2 to 4. Daniel spoke and said, I saw in my vision by night, and behold, the four winds of the heavens strove upon the great sea, and four great beasts. Came up from the sea, diverse from one another. The first was like a lion and had eagle's wings. The Apostle John describes a beast with similar features in Revelation chapter 13, verse 2. And the beast which I saw was like unto a leopard, and his feet were as the feet of a bear, and his mouth as the mouth of a lion. And the dragon gave him his power, and his seat, and great. Authority. So, this statue, I would definitely call it an idol. And it's not just any random idol, it's an idol that's been described in the Bible, in Daniel 7 and in Revelation 13. So, idolatry is rampant in the land. Worshipping anything other than the God of Israel, paying tribute, lifting it up high, is is idolatry. So there are many idols of the heart. If we love money, we love career, we love house or home or family more than God, if God isn't even in the equation at all, then all those things that we love the things of the world, are idols. Then we see the rest of the Ten Commandments, and it's, it's about the first five is about how we relate to God, how we have relationship with Him. And the last five are all about how we relate to each other. We must not murder. We not, must not commit adultery. We must not steal and yeshua elevated those commandments in the sermon on the mount in matthew chapter 5 and he says you have heard that it was said you shall not murder but i say to you if you even have an angry thought towards someone you've already committed murder and he goes on to say you have heard that it was said you must not commit adultery but i say to you if you even look at a woman lustfully you have already committed adultery so he's saying it's not just outward behaviors but where god is looking at our heart our thoughts and the intents of our heart and then of course we have exodus chapter 20 verses 9 and 10 you have 6 days each week for ordinary work but the seventh day is a sabbath day of rest dedicated to the lord your god on that day no one in your household may do any work this includes you your sons and daughters your male and female servants your livestock and any foreigners living among you so this is the seventh day and what is the seventh day it begins friday night at sundown and it goes all day saturday into saturday night at sundown that is the seventh day of each week So the Sabbath day, we are to keep it set apart and holy and do no work in it and focus on the Lord on that day. Now I want to jump into Matthew chapter 13 and 14 and reflect a little bit with you regarding what happened to John the Baptist. Now, John the Baptist was called as a prophet to speak the truth, to speak out the Word of God in great power and authority. And he challenged Herod, and he told Herod, it is against the Torah for you to marry her. And who is this her? This would be the former wife of Herod's brother, Philip and so herod wanted to kill john but he was afraid of a riot because all the people believed that john was a prophet so basically john is calling him out on his sin and so at this birthday party herodias's daughter performed a dance that pleased herod and he says what would you like to have and she said i want john the baptist's head on a platter so we have a martyr, the murder of a martyr being described here. And John the Baptist, who was in prison, was then beheaded, and his head was brought to her. And that was the cost of him telling the truth without compromise. And that is the cost we must be prepared to pay. To tell the truth without compromise. Now, it may be a different kind of a cost. It may cost you your job. It may cost you a career. It may cost you a relationship. But this is the end of compromise. The Lord is not interested in mixture and compromise. He wants us either hot or cold. He does not want us lukewarm. He does not want us straddling the fence. He wants us to take our position where we're going to stand this day. Finally, I want to conclude with chapter 18 in Psalms, starting in verse 25. To the faithful you show yourself faithful. To those with integrity, you show integrity. To the pure, you show yourself pure. But to the crooked, you show yourself shrewd. You rescue the humble, but you humiliate the proud. And as I read this, it really brought to my mind a very similar passage from Matthew chapter 5, the Beatitudes. And there's a beautiful principle here of what you are in your nature and in your character, um, God reveals himself to you. So in Matthew chapter 5, starting in verse 3, Blessed are the poor in spirit, for theirs is the kingdom of heaven. Blessed are those who mourn, for they shall be comforted. Blessed are the meek, for they shall inherit the earth. Blessed are those who hunger and thirst for righteousness, for they shall be filled. Blessed are the merciful, for they shall obtain mercy. Blessed are the pure in heart, for they shall see God. So what we sow, we reap. We show mercy, we will receive mercy. We hunger and thirst for righteousness, and the Lord will fill us. We are humble, and then we will inherit the earth and so these are like uh, handles that when we show ourselves to be faithful God shows himself to be faithful to those of us who have integrity you show integrity to the pure you show yourself pure so these are all characteristics of the nature and the character of God that we want to have developing and growing within us. Because really it is Yeshua within us who is growing and developing within us. Heavenly Father, we thank you for who you are. We thank you that you are faithful and you are merciful and you are pure and you are a peacemaker. We thank you that you want to have a bridal relationship with us. And that's what the Ten Commandments were. It was the Torah. It was, it is the covenant, a marriage covenant, that you are inviting us to have relationship with you as your bride. Father, please continue to write your word upon our hearts. And help us, Abba, to walk it out, to live it out, to put it into practice in our lives, to that it just becomes a part of who we are and a part of what we do. May we be pleasing to you this day. May we be a sweet aroma unto you this day. In Yeshua's name, Amen. Ye adonai vish marekha yea adonai pana Vikunneh ka. Isa adonai. Laav hileka. Vayaseh hileka. Laka. Shah.